Advanced Bionics recently announced expansion of its Marvel cochlear implant product and feature offerings to improve hearing care delivery and patient outcomes. I'm joined today by Vicki Carbrendel, President of Advanced Bionics and Group Vice President of Cochlear Implants. So Vicki, three points were reported in this recent announcement, and I thought for our viewership, we'd go through each of these points uh, one by one. The first is that remote programming is now available through the patient's smartphone. Can you share enlighten us a little bit about that uh, new available hearing care accessible uh, treatment intervention that you all have released? Yeah, we're really excited about uh, about remote programming, and you know. Sonova and AB uh, have been really focused on our ESG, Environment Social Governance. And one of the things uh, that that stands for is hearing care access. So we have, you know, obviously our hearing instrument side of the business, but on the cochlear implant side of the business, it's just as true. And what we find with people who are electing to get cochlear implants is that um, oftentimes they make the choice not to engage and get a cochlear implant because of the amount of maintenance that it takes to get a cochlear implant. So it could be the number of appointments, it could be the travel, it could be the cost of the travel, et cetera. So remote programming offers us the opportunity to avail uh, this type of uh, healthcare to patients who are you know, desperately in need of hearing and are, are hitherto never been able to, to get that. Uh, because they um, they they weren't able to to uh, make the track as it were. So what we're so excited about is with remote programming that should enable uh, patients greater access and then even give um, some benefit to um, the health healthcare providers like uh, audiologists in that you know it should create less uh, cancellations of appointments and the ability for them to be much more efficient in getting patients to get their um, their cochlear implant programmed. Yeah, so do you have an idea, um, and you may not have this exactly with you, but the average time that a, a patient travels outside of, you know, a typical jurisdiction, let's call it 15 or 20 miles, um, do you have any of that information so that uh, our viewers would know, hey, you know, these people are traveling two and three and four hours or 200, 300 miles in order to get services? Yeah, I don't have the data offhand, but I can tell you anecdotally that many of our um, audiologists um, are are actually, you know, um, quite impacted by the fact that uh, patients have to travel. For example, if they're in Idaho and they come down to Minnesota, <laughs> you know, they travel sometimes eight, nine hours in order to keep that one appointment. Um, I do think that those data are published and I can get back to you on it. Yeah, that, I think that would be great for folks to realize that, you know, social determinants of health are a huge barrier, uh, not only on the hearing aid side, but also the cochlear implant side. And I think it impacts the cochlear implant side more than it would impact on the on the hearing side, on the hearing aid side. Yeah, I mean, when you think about the number of clinics that specialize in cochlear implants, they're few and far between I, relative to the hearing aid um, specialist, right? So... We know that um, many of our patients have to travel hundreds of miles, at least in the United States. In some countries that are much closer together, like Switzerland, <laughs> they probably don't have as, as big of a mileage. But still, you know, traveling in, dealing with traffic, getting parking, you know, et cetera, this is true remote programming. 
this is the ability for them to experience anything that they would have had in clinic uh, remotely. So it's not just you know travel-based loudness adjustments. This is true, you know, changing programs, and it's in the environment of the patient. So that's another additional benefit of remote programming. If the patient is at their house and they have an echoey living room, you know, we could potentially have a program that's specific to that echoey living room. Yeah, no, that's great. And can you talk a little bit about the operations between the provider and the patient? So uh, what type of smartphone does the patient need? Uh, what kind of equipment does the provider need in order for this to happen? Well, remote programming is enabled by our new release of our software, Target 1.5. But all the patient needs is a smartphone and bandwidth. <laughs> so they so got to have internet connection. No special equipment required, and um, this program is compatible with both Android and Apple uh, smartphones. So we uh, literally um, they make an appointment with their uh, with their healthcare provider. They would uh, you know go online at that point. The healthcare provider would uh, enable the program, and then the remote program session can begin. Well, it's that's that fantastic. I think yeah, I think it's going to be great. Uh, the second uh, component that was in the recent announcement, which is really, really cool uh, from my perspective, is the expansion of solutions to accommodate both years, including the cross. Can you share a little bit of information about that, please? Yeah, we're the only company that offers uh, a cross-like device, and, and it's really a specialty, I think, of advanced bionics. I mean, we have two ears for a reason. And so we're always about binaural hearing and being able to have uh, two ears always participating in that hearing event. Now, CROSS, of course, is a device that's put on the contralateral ear of a patient that's deaf in that ear, and it's got a linked um, hearing solution. So it acts as a microphone so that patients can localize sound uh, much better than, uh, than if they have nothing in that ear. And we have yeah. lots of studies, I can send you the, uh, the data if you're interested, um, that actually demonstrates better hearing performance using a cross solution than nothing in that contralateral ear. So Vicki, the cross device uh, that's, uh, that, uh, that was in the announcement, is it available only for adults or is it also available for children? It's indicated for both adults and kids. Um, and, you know, when you have uh, hearing loss on the other side that is uh, equivalent to deafness, that localization is so important uh, for people to understand, even, even from a safety perspective, if you hear a car, you know, making sure you know what direction that car is coming from. And then, of course, you have the whole uh, bilateral cochlear implant uh, set up as well as the bimodal. And I'm assuming that given the new software, which we'll talk about here in just a second, is uh, is also able to uh, program both the cochlear implant and the hearing aid. Is that correct? That's right. And the cross uh, solution as well. So right. all three devices in, um, can be uh, can be programmed in one session. Obviously, if you have a cross, you wouldn't have the hearing aid. But with the cochlear implant and the cross or the cochlear implant and the hearing aid, all done in one session. And again, we're the only company that allows it to happen within that single uh, remote programming session. Yeah. And, and just for clarification, if perhaps, and this is, might be a, a worst case scenario, you have an advanced bionics cochlear implant, but you have a competitor's device it's not going to program that competitor's device because this is proprietary to Sonova. Is that, is that correct? 
That's correct. But you can wear a hearing aid in the other ear, just like in any of our competitors. They just won't be linked. And we really do believe that um, the linkage between uh, the cochlear implant and the hearing aid provides that better outcome. Um, and there's no delay. There's no uh, um, issue associated with the sound of sound uh, because we've got the same front end processing of the hearing aid as well as the cochlear implant. Okay, and, and for professionals that are seeing your cochlear implant individuals, I'm assuming there is a training or some sort of assets that are available to them in the event that they want more information. And that way we'll, 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 we're able to provide those in, in some of the links that we'll share here. Um, am I correct in that assumption? The assumption that we, we provide additional training that you have assets and things available to them should they need those in order to better serve these patients. Yes. In fact, um, I would direct you to the Advanced Bionics website um, at advancedbionics.com. Uh, we're actually very proud of the work that we've done um, at Advanced Bionics. And again, talking about access, um, where we have realized that many patients are making um, healthcare decisions, not just hearing health uh, decisions, you know, based on the information that they get from sources like the internet. And so uh, we've redone our advanced bionics website uh, to make sure that we're using simple and uh, very defined ways of describing um, uh, when and how a cochlear implant works and what you might be indicated for, as well as how to, how to uh, link up into this uh, remote programming um, area uh, specific to advanced bionics. So very proud. Um, take a look at the website, and indeed, you can find links that will help you, um, you know, ascertain how to de define what's working, what's not working, and uh, also in the remote programming side of the business. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And the last question that I have for you is, you know, some of our viewers may be considering becoming cochlear implant providers. Where would they go in order to, you know, potentially have that conversation to see if it's the right thing for them? So um, just uh, to, to uh, remind you, uh, as a consumer, you can go to our website and we can connect you to um, various individuals as well as uh, uh, talking to uh, folks who have cochlear implants and who have, you know, whether it's our brand or other brands of cochlear implants. Because for us, it's very important that people get access to the technology, whether it's ours or competitors. Um, as a healthcare provider, um, we do have very specific um, uh, links that healthcare providers can use as well. Um, but, but for the patient, I would just recommend going to the AB website and poke around. And we've got plenty of places where you can get in contact with people who wear AB technology and uh, who can advocate for cochlear implants. Let me just say, I've met a lot of consumers, people who wear cochlear implants, and I've never had one person tell me, I wish I would have waited longer to get a cochlear implant. <laughs> never. They always tell me, why did I wait so long? And there's fear of surgery, and then people have a misconception that it's brain surgery and that it's this, you know, that it's uh, hard to live with uh, dependency on, on, um, on technology. But I think the more and more we we live in today's world, you know, there's a, there's a blurred line between what is, uh, what is, you know, a medical device and, and what's a consumer device. And we, we see it all the time. I just encourage people 
that if you're having struggle and you want to re-enter life, uh, you know, the idea, if you have that type of hearing loss, uh, never once did somebody say, I wish I would have, would have waited longer. No, and, and that's great advice. And, you know, we're at such a, a, a cool place in the healthcare space. I've been in it, for, in it for 30 years now. There are so many options available to individuals to better themselves. And this is just one example of that. So uh, it's, it's great to see that uh, Sonova continues to improve access for individuals, improves the technology for individuals, and the providers are up to speed on being able to provide those those uh, those resources for those individuals. So uh, keep doing what you guys are doing, and I think at the end of the day, we'll continue to uh, to treat these individuals and get them the help that they need. And I think the rate of innovation in this field is is just increasing. It's going faster and faster. I think if you talk to an audiologist, uh, perhaps like yourself, uh, you would have said 20 years ago, people were just happy to hear alarms. Now we're talking about, can you distinguish the difference between a viola and a violin, right? Like these are very, very different types of sound requirements. And at Sonova and AD, we have this advantage of having our Phonak partnership and that enables us to now rapidly iterate uh, because we've had remote programming and hearing instruments for a while, and now we're seeing it in cochlear implants. And you know, I just uh, keep on seeing that rate of innovation accelerating, and I'm so excited for what we have to offer because this is just the beginning of the start of where we hope to go to, which is self-sufficiency of patients, a set it and forget it device. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wonderful, wonderful. Well, thank you, Vicki, again for your time, for the uh, sharing this information. And uh, again, I, the viewership I know will benefit from this conversation.